Uh, we're ready to record. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just staring at you like, I'm are you going to so say anything? tired. Are you? You yeah. look tired. I'm really fucking tired. We're going to the tired. England game tonight, baby. I know. I need to get back quick so I can have a nap. A good old nap. Yeah, I need to wrap this episode up quick. <laughs> which they, they never wrap up quick because I am the problem. You are the talker. I talk. Do you know what's so funny I've noticed? When I'm editing the podcast, I'll look at my vocals and then I'll look at yours. Yours is like, eh, 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 eh. mine is just like flatline with the odd, yeah, yeah. Although everyone has come up to me in my DM saying, you're chewing gum, Freya, and that needs to stop. And I think that's harassment because I love my chewing gum. It is ridiculous. Though, also, Freya. I edit the podcast. And I didn't hear it. Yeah, because you're probably so. I was used probably to chewing it. gum whilst I was listening to it. And I don't think I'm. I would hear it either because I'm so used to being with you, constantly chewing, chewing gum. But also, firstly, ladies, sorry, it's out of control. Like yesterday, I put on these jeans that I'm wearing now that you had first tried on. You tried them on for five minutes, okay? <laughs> I put them on after. There's a fucking packet of chewing gum in the pocket. I mean, that's fucking iconic to put on something and then to always know that you've got chewing gum there. That's great. No, it's giving it's issues. It's giving comfort. It's giving, I, it's giving childhood issues. Is it? Yeah. What childhood issues led me to have chewing gum? You literally chew chewing gum because you've got chronic anxiety and it helps you. So I don't, like, is it meant to be some kind of... Am I, what do you want me to say? I don't know. I, I, I that just, is childhood issues. It could just be an addiction to You've got to chronic mint. anxiety and you chew chewing gum for the chronic anxiety. I can anxiety. also say that these mics pick up everything. Like literally everything. So I'm also going to blame the mic because I just, I don't know how ferociously I'll chew. Yeah, you're not chewing chewing gum today. So if people have still got the problem, then that's their problem. It is their problem. What I would suggest is get on the the blue extra chewing gum, and then give and me then that the oh, blue Sudafed as well, and the blue Sudafed for Scarlet. Yeah, it is my crack. It really is. I I I would have a meltdown if someone was like, "You can never have that ever again." Like I could never go to Singapore. If someone said like, "Oh, we're not selling it anymore," I'd leave you. Fair hundred percent. I'd leave myself because that. That would be like... I'd leave this earth, Scarlet. Devastation. I would black market extra chewing gum. Yeah, you'd... Um, I'd get myself arrested for wheeling and dealing. What was that program of that guy that got cancer, the science teacher? Breaking Bad. You would do a Breaking Bad I for would. extra chewing gum. I'd be in a you'd caravan out in the desert. Cooking it. Cooking cooking up mint, menthol. <laughs> yeah. Not menth, menthol. Not meth. Oh, <laughs> It's not meant. <laughs> it's called meth. <laughs> not meth. Menthol. So we've had to cycle in. It's freezing cold. It was snowing. I'm tired. Oh dear. I wouldn't. I'm not in a bad mood. Do you know, what? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yes. even have the energy to be a, in my Fair. normal angry self. Oh wow, that's really saying something. If you can't be angry, that's worrying. Yeah, I can't. So. uh what have we been doing recently? We had a Levi's event last night, which was incredible. It was Amazing. a space cowboy theme. And they used the event planners and like caterers, Mam Sham, who are really, really fucking good. Oh, insane. Um, Those girls were, they brought the vibes, the food, like the curation. That was next fucking level, man. 
It was. It was next level. But they, I was just, I always get amazed when I see people put shit like that together because it is really hard planning events. Yeah. I mean, at least they've got the space, right? That That's the big thing that we struggle with is like space. Everything else is like fine. We've we found that in London. It's really tricky to find good event spaces. What else have we been doing? Oh my God, we're on fucking billboards. <laughs> Oh, we will be on, yeah, you'll know this by the time it, yeah. So what the fuck? How did this happen to us? World domination, bitches. We've been manifesting <laughs> it and it's coming. Um, so we had this incredible company reach out to us called Mass Media. And one of the people in the company listens to the podcast. Shout out, Kate. And she basically you, reached Kate. out and was like, I want to support, like, yeah. let's do something. So that something is that our fucking <laughs> gay faces. Yeah. Are the logo to the Lesbian Supper Club. Yeah, the logo for now it's the logo to the Lesbian Supper Club, which is going to be on M40, A40, M25. It's like Wimbledon, Ealing Way, like all around that. Surrey Way, yeah. Bracknell Shopping yeah. Centre, on the way throw. to the women's football. Basically, if you find us on a billboard and get a photo i we you'll get something yeah so we're gonna run a little like competition because we're narcissists and we want you to see our faces everywhere and then capture our faces and capture you with our faces yourself i don't care if you have to crash your car on the m25 to get the shot (laughs) do it um just no just slam the brakes on middle of the motorway take a photo out the sunroof yeah bam what are hard shoulders for, girls? So, yeah, for now, it's going to be the classic Lesbian Supper Club podcast cover, which is out on billboards. Mm-hmm. But we also have a really exciting shoot coming up. Yes. And we're going to do some pretty funky. Oh, no. No, not funky. Yes. Okay. I hate, do you know what? I funky hate the word funky? Groovy. groovy. Fabulous. Um, we're g- <laughs> funky, groovy, and fabulous. We're going <laughs> to do something cunt i'm just gonna call it yeah, cunt. cunt cuntmas for billboards over the next few weeks so keep your eyes peeled i cannot wait for the backlash that i cannot our wait lesbian for the are gonna cause to really get riled up but it's all fantastic yeah absolutely buzzing so yeah thank you mass media because yeah, you have you. given us a massive fucking leg up Solid. here Absolute solid. solid. You're all legends, and a lot of them are gay as well. So that helps. Yeah, like iconic. But also, the the more that homophobic people are, people that aren't used to seeing lesbians, the word lesbian, two women together, see this, the better. This is like such an incredible reach because it is just exposure therapy. Like, see enough of it, and you'll be fine. Just stop living under a rock and understand that we are people, we are people that deserve that same amount of exposure that straight people get all and of the support fucking time. And just like access to queerness. Yeah, access to queerness, baby. Um, so yeah, that that is fucking incredible. If you do see it, please let us know because yeah, that is I, I I'm blown away. Like I can't I, I can't, can't really I cope actually, with that. Like kind they're of shit. live now and it feels really weird. I don't feel like it is though. Like I know that they are. Yeah. But I'm like That's It's the not. same as that I still don't feel like I do this podcast. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I, don't I feel do like it. I, do I come here and do it, but I still don't feel like anyone's out there. Yeah, I agree. I mean you're sending us like 
the worst fucking stories known to man. Yeah, and I still don't. And I still don't feel like you're real. And also, all of everyone's like Spotify raps as well. That was sick. I know, and like the amount of like top tens, top fives. That gave me a buzz. I was like, it just it is mind blowing. Yeah, because we just sit here and we just chat. Yeah, we're going to the women's football game tonight. Can't wait to see all the women and also find ourselves on the billboard on the way to the women's football. (laughs) So narcissistic. Because I'm a narcissist. I mean, is it narcissistic to want to get a photo of yourself no, on you've a billboard? Like, I feel like it. that would be weird. You'd, it would be asshole behaviour to not be bothered, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, to be like, oh, just another billboard. Yeah, yeah. Face on it. Jane. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Look at me. I've also noticed as well that I'm actually, like, even though I literally do this every single week and we talk, I'm the most socially awkward person ever, and I didn't really realise no, until you're not. recently. I feel like I am. You're really not, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking no, about. No, do you know what? I really feel like I am, though. You say stupid shit. Yeah, stupid shit. You're, right, no. Because I'm socially awkward. No, I think it's like a different... I don't think it's social awkwardness. I think it's social... Unawareness. Unawareness, <laughs> which is basically no, the same thing. No, it's not unawareness. It is social stupidity. Fuckery. Okay. Because you just say, because you're really good with like meeting people, getting chatting, but you do come out. Why? What did you come out with last night at the Levi's event, which I didn't hear you say, Freya? Did I not tell you? No. I thought I did. Maybe. But I don't remember. There was a guy that turned up and he was really cool and he had on the glittery cowboy hat and glasses. Okay. And he said to me, I'm really struggling to not do a southern western american accent right now so i was like do it keep going and he was actually really good at it he started like speaking in a southern american accent i was like i fucking love this anyway so we're like chatting i was like what's your name um again because i recognize you and i knew that he'd actually been at another event that we've been at yeah i recognize his face yeah and he went snake and he said what's your name and then i just looked at him and then leaned into his ear and went there's a snake in my boot (gasps) No, you didn't. No, I did. Did he laugh? No. Freya, what the fuck? Because, actually, look. Freya. Southern American Is his name actually Snake? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake, Freya. Yes, I know why you said it. Toy Story. I know. There's a snake in my boot. Freya, I know. And then I went, it's Freya. I know <laughs> why. I like. I, I'm not a fucking idiot. I know it's from Toy Story. I don't care the deri- where it's derived from. It doesn't matter if you know that or not. You don't say that to someone. I would have found it funny. Yeah, but you don't know this person. Okay. Let me let me give you another instance where it'd be fine if someone did it to me. I'm walking around with a fucking baguette and a yes, beret. Yes, because you no, find listen. those things funny. <laughs> he had a good sense of humour. You don't know. Well, clearly, he fucking didn't because he didn't laugh. No, he I mean, did, actually, he did to be laugh. Fair. He was after other stuff. Just I don't to be know, fair, he it wasn't me. funny. It's just shit crack from you. There's a snake in my boot. The more you say it, the more I, angry I'm getting. So if I was walking around with a beret and a baguette and was saying, oh, I want to speak in a French accent for the rest of the day. And then someone was like, yeah, you should just do it. And I'd be like, yes. And then they say, what's your name? And I go, Freya. And they say, like, fromage Freya. That would have been funny to me. That is exactly the same. Anyway. Yeah, socially awkward. <laughs> socially something. <laughs> socially uh, Something that I'm just not going to say on this podcast. 
It was the Levi's Christmas celebration party. And we definitely, so we got invited to the Spotify and Samsung event yesterday as well. Yeah, shout out to the girl that that, that would have been amazing to have gone to, but we've been working we with had Levi's clash. for so long and we had a clash. And we've we had a clash and our loyalty lies with Levi's because they've, they're amazing. Yeah. And also we said, we said yes first. Talking of Levi's and Christmas and Christmas dinners, very fitting for today's yeah, episode, no, actually, because we are going to be talking about the trauma that is families <laughs> over Christmas. I feel like, particularly if you're queer, it's worse. They are worse. Festival. As if it's not bad Cute. enough. I'm a bit of a Scrooge when it comes to Christmas. I've got to be honest. You've been a Scrooge all day, baby. You just got to embrace it. I said I, I want to embrace it this year and I'm not going to let you drive me down. I'm embracing Well, that's fine. Christmas. Go off and do your own thing. I don't hold you back. I love yeah, laying I in bed cuddling the dog. <laughs> the, the festive family feud shit when you are queer. Why is just it generally worse and when then you're queer? Because okay, so they're usually homophobic. Okay, There's usually someone like in the direct or extended family. Gen generally, it's, it's as you get older, right? Because when you're younger, it never really seemed to be an issue. Like family, festive period, like for me anyway. Like growing up, it was just kind of like Christmas, yay. Yeah, because I think like you don't see when adults are having bickers and stuff because you're usually playing, you're switched off to it. And also you aren't formed enough in yourself or the world to understand when people are saying problematic things. So it's almost like ignorance is bliss when you're a, when you're a kid. Yeah, true. And as you grow up, you form your own opinions. You start to realise how sometimes family can be pro problematic. But I always felt like there was just something so magical about Christmas Day. It f didn't even feel like a day like it felt incredible christmas day was like the most amazing feeling ever i never you never had that a kid. no <gasps> that's such a shame no. those are my happiest memories as a kid of like up until probably the age of 20 20 really yeah because we were so like we always have what was good about it is that we always had like a routine for our christmas so it was us and the one of the external families on one day and then us and one of the other external families on the boxing day. And it always was mm. that way. So there wasn't always that, like, what are we doing this year? Yeah, like, yeah, who's yeah. seeing who? It was just like, that was it. We didn't have, like, with my family, it was it was never that. I, I remember one really good... But the good day itself felt amazing. No. Yeah. Amazing. I remember one really good Christmas, actually, that we had at my auntie and uncle's house. That was fun. But that was one... And I was about 11, I think. Aww. I'm just going casting back. It's not like I've had bad Christmases. No, but, but for I, me, it was like magical. It no. honestly felt like I had magical moments. Like I remember as a kid, my nan taking me to Clark's Village to go and see Santa. Mm -hmm. And you'd get this like little gift bag. Like that was amazing. Yeah. I remember doing like um, going to ice, like skating on ice shows. Cute. That was amazing. Aww. Things like that, but I don't ever remember Christmas Day being, like, incredible. I, Joe, you know I was such a fucking liar. Like, uh, the, I'd be like, I heard bells last night. I heard the jingle uh, bells. You were one of those kids. No, but I genuinely fucking, I lied so good, I, I made myself think I heard them. I think I blame Lauren. I blame my sister because she would be, like, there, G me up and be like, did you hear that? And I'd be like, yeah. But I am... Um, 
I do, I do think that over time you get to the point where you do get older, family dynamics change, and then people start to say problematic shit. Yeah, or, I think or like, you as you get older, numbers. a lot more things happen. So like, as you get older, your parents may have split. Mm. which doesn't usually happen when the kids are really young. It does sometimes. I know, but what I'm saying is... More likely. Yeah. And then, yeah, extended family. Mm -hmm. And I think as well, like, tensions are just high because everyone is stressed, trying to make something so good that by putting so much pressure on it, it almost is destined to not be good. Oh, the pressure kills it. Yeah. But I... oh, Oh, my God. There's been so many family feuds over Christmas with my lot. There's which is someone homophobic as well, isn't there, right? Or like, I'm trying to think if anything homophobic has come up over Christmas. It's definitely come up in conversations, but I'm not sure if over Christmas. Well, I've got a homophobic uncle. Oh. He is next level. Have you but ever had to spend Christmas with him? On Boxing Day, but I, we were very... We were younger and That's we'd I mean. be in, like, the other room. Yeah. Like, there wouldn't be... Yeah. You know, but I'm I, no doubt he would have sat there and said something homophobic, racist, ableist, the whole yeah. lot. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. He is a pig. Yeah. So for queers, I think it's like, but I can definitely, like, like there's so many friends that have got stories that we've heard about mm. problematic stuff. What is the guide then to surviving Christmas as like a gay person? Because, yeah. because I, I wouldn't say don't go because. Well, if it's bad enough, I would oh, definitely okay. say don't go. If it's go. like, obviously, but if we're looking at like, a bit problematic, but not bad enough that you wouldn't like go. Like your grandma or your mum saying, where's your boyfriend? Yeah, have you got a boyfriend yet? Yeah. Those kind of stuff. is It's like really damaging, but it's not advice that I would actually usually give. Mm. But I would say just for a couple of days for your own sanity, mm-hmm. hold your tongue. Cosplay an idiot. Yeah, because that's not... For a second, me trying to say, like, don't stand up for what you believe in, don't live your truth, all of those things. Mm. I just think there's different days of the year that you can do it. Now, that's Mm. not because I'm just trying to say save Christmas for everyone else's sake. I think it's, like, twofold is that, as I mentioned a minute ago, tensions are already really high. Mm. So trying to have a diplomatic conversation with someone who's just said oh, something not problematic yeah. is not going to happen. Because They've already had really five high. glasses of Prosecco while Psycho And there's always a lot of alcohol involved. And secondly, there's so many other days in better circumstances where you can fight that fight. Yeah. So don't put yourself through it over Christmas. And like, it can be really annoying to have to bite your tongue. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is coming from me. But my advice would to be set up like a fucking support group with your mates on like a group chat. Yeah, take the piss. And A, turn it into a laugh. Yeah. Like have competitions of which family members said the worst thing and everyone chucking a tenner for a cash prize of who got it worse. <laughs> and also what you want to say to them, type yeah. to your mates. So you can still express it. That's a good idea. Yeah, because I just don't, it's like, it's just not worth it. Because no, as well... Even if you were to choose another day, the sad reality sometimes is that people just will not change. Their opinions will not change. Also, sometimes they say it to get a rise out of you. Don't give them the fucking satisfaction, especially if it's like a distant relative. Well, that's what your 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 uncle done when we ended up having that argument with him. Whereas actually now I just look at him and laugh now. If I had to be in the same room. Well, the argument with him literally started when he realised I was more senior in my job than he had ever got to. Yeah. 
And his little ego was so offended by that. Couldn't stand he it. He then had to start being homophobic. Yeah. Pathetic. And yeah, that's generally what people do. Don't, I mean, if you, if you, any other day fall into the trap, if you really just want to go some, I got quite a lot of enjoyment about just, just giving him shit for hours on end. Yeah. But I mean, not look, over Christmas. No. And, and also like for yourself, you'll end up winding yourself the fuck up just because people off. who are like that, don't just go, oh, yeah, you're right. They just exactly. get fucking yeah. worse. And there is no point in bothering yourself with it. Just be like, look, it's like two days. I'm just going to sit here and even write it to us. That is actually a good idea. And we, we can should... post them on the stories. Yes. And we could put them I as like quotes. I love posting your trauma. We could post it as like anonymous quotes on our stories. Yeah. Of everyone just over Just find Christmas. another outlet and try and... And usually as well, people always have someone that's their like guard within the family, like mm-hmm. their connector. So it might be a cousin, might be a favorite aunt, yeah. uncle. It might be a younger baby in the family that mm-hmm. you can just turn your focus on. Like try and, yeah, try and focus on the yeah the good stuff. Well, I feel like we should live stream some of ours this year because this year it's going to be at my mum's. Really, this is hectic. Oh no, I think it's cute. No, so it, it is cute. At my mum's. And Scarlett's dad. And they've actually never met before. Yeah, so we're going to Freya's mum. So it'll be me, Freya, Freya's mum, and my dad, who have never met. No, but I also think it's really cute that A, your dad will come, even though he's never met her, and like be willing to stay there. And then B, that my mum would be happy for him to, to stay come. there. And yeah. Come I think we're going to have a lot of fun because I think it's going to be a really different group. Yeah, it's a different dynamic. Your dad is hilarious. Uh, but my dad's a lot of fun. He is a lot of fun, but he also and your mum loves to tongue. have a good time as well. My mum loves to have a good time. She's got a filthy sense of humour, even though she likes to pretend that she doesn't. And um, so I feel like, yeah, I feel like I don't. Uh, I hope it'll be light I don't think we're going to have any problematic conversations. No, Christmas but if we do, we live stream. Yeah, go straight up. But for other people, I think I think my heart goes out for the ones where it's so bad that they can't even go. Yeah. Or also where they are like in fear the whole time they're there. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. And like, do you just not go? Because I feel like as well, this is kind of, I'm giving someone a pass who's listening, who, and this would be you as well. Mm -hmm. That like, for me, if I genuinely thought it's not going to go well, it's going to end in tears. I would save myself and I would not go. Whereas you Mm -hmm. would go because you'd feel so guilty not going. Not going. And then you'd regret going because you'd leave worse off than when you went. But it's also really conflicting as well, right? Because no matter how problematic your family can be, you still love them. Oh, I'm not saying that for a second. No, but what I'm saying is is that that also comes into Mm. it. Because then you're also like, oh, and a lot of people still desperately seek that that acceptance. Yeah. And that acceptance. So you can understand why people go, even though it is really traumatizing traumatizing yeah um but if it is so bad yeah that you either can't go or you're there in fear just know that you can leave but also that's not always going to be your lived experience this is not always going to be your life this christmas it might be okay try not to the worst thing that you can do on christmas actually is go on social media like go on tiktok go yeah, but on it's Instagram. also a release for so many okay, people it it's is. 
It is. But th- I was going to talk the about comparison. this. The comparison makes things so much fucking worse. It does. Because everyone glamorizes, well, everyone on social media glamorizes everything anyway. I mean, I do it myself, but I hope this podcast gives a bit of reality. Like, yes, I don't my think pho- you do really glamorize no, but like my photos are a bit curated and I like to get nice shots. I wouldn't just post random shit on my Instagram story of like my bum hole. I Maybe do. I would. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you should. Maybe I should. <laughs> Maybe that's what you're missing out <laughs> that on. That is why. Yeah, that's the missing coin. But people <laughs> do do that. And it's, it's the missing I ring. mean, I don't get offended. Actually, I do. Because, like, imagine the Christmases that the Kardashians no, are babe, having. No, babe, I, ever since TikTok has become a thing and Instagram has become more of what it is, I get depressed every Christmas because I look at everyone else. Mm. And I think, oh, they're in that, like, massive mansion and they're with, like, their massive family. And they're not having to worry about money because they can just all buy and anything. And they've got, like, a new car and then they've got a fucking caterer who's done all the food for them and they've got all this festivities. And I'm like, fuck you yeah, but then we all you. know the reality is that like that shit doesn't make you happy it doesn't but you can it comparison but it's easy yeah but yeah. this is what i'm saying and i was talking about this with this uh a creator last night at the event as well and i was saying you know everyone just talks about what are you doing how's everything going blah, blah, blah. and i was saying like everything is going amazing like we keep getting incredible opportunities the support from yeah. everyone has been amazing blah 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 but the biggest thief of happiness is comparison. Yeah. And when you, this world is quite new to us in terms of the the creator type world is yeah. really new to us. And you just, everywhere you look, you feel like someone's doing better than you, even yeah. though it's not the reality. Mm-hmm. Like we're all doing good in other ways. And you start to be like, is it worth it? Am I doing enough? Like, mm-hmm. I always feel like we're not doing enough. Always. Yeah. And it's such a draining feeling. But going back to the point is comparison. We just live it. And Christmas is the fucking worst time for it. Yeah. But I do think we all need to sit back. And this won't apply to everyone listening to this podcast, but it will apply to people listening to this podcast as well. It's so fucking cliche. But be happy for the small things. Yeah. Like your family, if they're in good health or... Mm -hmm you are able to do a Christmas, even a Christmas dinner, even Mm -hmm. if you don't have gifts. Like, so many people in this world aren't even afforded that. Yeah. And when you think about it like that, you're like, actually, do you know Also, if we were to talk about all of, um, all of the people that are dying right now, like... Exactly. This is what I mean. But by comparison, I would never have Christmas again if that meant thousands of people who were living in war zones would no longer have to live in war zones. Yeah. Like, it's absolutely... So when you put that level of reality check on it, 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 and I do this to myself all the time, like when we were cycling here, my hands were freezing, and I was getting pissed off because my hands were freezing. I was thinking, what a privilege to be actually just cycling here in a warm jacket, to come into a warm studio, and I'm moaning about my fingertips hurting. It is ridiculous. So we all need to grow up as well. (laughs) Obviously, homophobic hate from your family is traumatizing and causes a lot of problems, right? No one's saying that that, and you can't, the thing is, all can't compare. It's all relevant, right? It's all relevant. It's all relative, yeah. Yeah, relative, sorry. All hurt hurts. No one's thing, if your thing is painful to you, it doesn't mean it's any less because someone else's thing may seem bigger. Yeah. But I do think it does help sometimes for us all to take a step back and be like, actually, Mm. 
there are there is other shit. Yeah, I think what we should do actually though, two days before Christmas or on Christmas Eve, I think that what we should do is like pick a time to go live and we talk to all the people, um, all of you listeners, and we have an actual conversation. And you tell us yeah. what your what your fears are about going what your home fears or, are about yeah, your that's Christmas. A good idea. And even if it is just to talk to someone because you don't have anyone mm. this Christmas, whatever it might be. I think that'd be really good to have that conversation. Would, and It would literally kill me to think that anyone was alone at Christmas. But we'll end up with a load of fucking lesbians at our door because we Next would have invited year, them all. If we get a place that enables it, I will literally just throw a lesbian supper club Christmas day. Oh my God, Lesmus. I would do it. Lesmus on crack. I actually would. I would thoroughly enjoy that. You were talking about it may not always be this way. And that's another thing. It won't. And one day we will all grow up. I mean, we're make we're pretty grown now, but I'm talking like grown, and we will have our own queer families. Like, can yeah. you imagine like the next generation? Mm-hmm. Our kids will not have to deal with this no. because we'll all like we will be raising to take away those problems. I think like yeah. most of us listening are the children of boomers. Yes. And cusp like late millennials, and those fuckers like that generation. Oh well, when we're it like the most entitled assholes. So I agree. I think that that generation actually is the most problematic when it comes to sexuality. They actually are because if you look back to the sixties, people were all about free love mm. and all about loving who you love, and it wasn't actually until the AIDS pandemic really the that 90s, people got yeah. a fucking no the eighties people got really homophobic. Mm, that's true. And that was well, all part of the boom. hasn't it? Because actually HIV is now more rife in oh, the yeah, heterosexual guys. community. Yeah, we've, we saw this recently. Yeah, it's HIV now. Straight people have overtaken the gay community. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing. <laughs> well, I don't find it funny, but like it is a no, bit No, but a... it has backfired because of how they'd be like dirty gays getting HIV and AIDS. Can I be and... heterophobic now? Yeah, I mean, kind of am anyway. Should we have a heterophobic Christmas? <laughs> Should we hate crime all the straight? They have a flag. No, they won't have a flag, do they? They have a flag. Do straight people have a flag? They wanted one, didn't they? <laughs> I think they wanted one. It's just they like, did want one. That's why I'm getting confused. It's just a ball and chain because they love to say that. My ball and chain. I got the message at home. Oh, she's gonna have a right go at me because I've been out all night. I've had a few pints. Stupid bitch. And then it's like the the woman sat at home texting her girlfriends being like, he's back late again. I'm not going to let him do this to me anymore. And then sure enough, she's saying the same thing a week later. And then Sandra goes, yeah, babe, no. But dump also, him. Dump him. But then the other one comes in and being like, oh, no, he's actually really nice. So to be fair, like it's better than my boyfriend. I got it that bad, babe. He's not beating you up. Yeah. Just let him go out of a few drinks. Yeah. and then Constantly and get with other women. Yeah. It turns out she's sleeping with him. That would be fun. I mean, yeah, but that, but then that's very lesbian. Yeah, straight people do that kind of shit too. It's just not cool when they do it. True. It's not smart. funny when we they make do it. it. We make it cunt. It's not funny nor smart nor fu- nor cute when they do it. Very true. But when we do it, it's <laughs> hot. Christmas songs are gay. Yeah. You They're like a lot of Christmas. Mag- it also just gay. like the tune, like Mariah Carey. It's like it's giving queer. It's really annoying me today as usual all I 
I just wish everyone could just see what I'm having Christmas. to look at. Yeah, but you can actually sing, so that's not... You. <laughs> the thing is, you are a good singer, but it's how annoying... You even managed to make that look annoying. You. When you look at me, don't look at me whilst you do it. I think what we should do is do War Is Over, but Lesbian Edition. War is <laughs> No, because that's about children yeah. dying, Freya. Well, it could be about the gays. Or Jingle ball, Jingle Bells, that's gay. Jingle Balls. Jingle Balls. <laughs> said that. What about Jingle Bell Rock? That's that is camp. Jingle Bell Cock for the gay men. Are you ready to jingle your bells? What are the other so- like what's another top Christmas song that we can Make it last clear. Christmas that's so gay because also it's about like pining after your ex lesbian so lesbian yeah but I need names of songs that we can make gay Les Christmas no so you've said it so many times getting boring right okay what are the other Christmas songs I don't know, I can never think of things like this what's that Nobby's Nuts one that he likes to sing but do you know what I'm not bothered we want to know what your Christmas plans are are you dreading it is your family actually semi-functional therefore you can survive it yeah. I think we're stronger together. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the 24th of December, we're going to go live. We're going to pick a date to go live and we're going to twenty. It. No, I think 23rd. Oh, okay. No, we're traveling on the 23rd. We'll sort it out. So. We'll do it in the evening. One way or another. It's all good. We're going to be in Cornwall, though. So Cornwall lesbians, if if we need rescuing at any point, hook us up. I don't think we will, actually. I think this is the first time. Yeah. I'm cooking as well this year, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, until your mum decides she actually wants involvement, even though she moans about it every year, and then you end up arguing over. I think who does maybe the you're just going to need to get drunk. Mm, Can I'm you really, please? I'm too tired to even think about alcohol right now. <laughs> Have we got a horror story? Um, we've got Ham Chronicles Part Two. Oh my god! Oh yeah, you girls have really been um, gagging quite literally. How over... good was that horror story? Like that, <laughs> just to so let everyone good. know, that's the benchmark. It's funny, actually, someone just emailed saying women's football dating. Yeah, but we've already discussed that. Oh, okay, so this isn't a horror story, but I want to say it anyway. Just listen to Dating in the Lesbian Circle app, and it was hilarious. Not a horror story, but just want to let you know that as a lesbian who has just started her women's football team at uni, things have not changed in the slightest since Scarlett's ex-girlfriend was at Bath. Also, I don't go to uni there, but live about 20 minutes away from Bath. It's been about six weeks and I've already had a bit of a situation ship. Got with a good handful of the girls and had to turn a very persistent one down. Ooh. The stories from what happened in the club last year are insane. 75% of us are queer and last year most of them dated at some point. Half of them broke up with an ex to get together with someone from football. And I think they've all kissed absolutely every single one of them. Just thought I'd let you know. Well, I'm not surprised. Uh, I, I, it's I, just so standard. Colour me shocked, babe. I, that loads of people have DM'd as well and been like, I've listened, I'm in a football team, and it is quite literally that. Yeah. I mean, there is a reason why someone in software done that Alice chart for all the football players across the world. I'm also kind of sad, though, that I'm not there to witness it all because... Oh, it is fantastic. I really watch. like that kind of shit. So... We've got the part two of the Come Chronicles. Good morning, ladies. I can't believe. <laughs> I love her already. All of the crazy reactions 
of my horror story. I'm glad we can all get some laughs and mild nausea from my pain. First off, Freya's gasp, gasp quite literally sent me howling. I still can't believe this ever happened. And that gasp was a perfect representation of my emotions, especially after I stirred up that trauma to write it out for the amusement of others. So thank you for that. No, thank you for that. I really enjoy people sending in their trauma for my amusement. Anyway, to give a little more detail into the aftermath of that unfortunate evening, after the dust settled and I composed myself, I would not have composed myself. I went and got tested, which all came back negative. Thank God. Oh, thank God. As you touched on, I felt betrayed in so many ways, but her making a decision which included my health without my knowledge really did piss me off the most. I led a very sexually safe lifestyle, and if that was tainted because of the choices of another, I definitely would have gone mental. Imagine if you got something really fucking bad. Like, imagine if you got, like, HIV. Like That, that wouldn't have been... That, no. From my knowledge, because you know how quickly queer gossip travels, S and M were and stroke are still friends, I believe. And also, no, she was not pregnant after that interaction. How could she be? I cleaned out all of the little swimmers. I know. That bit got... It's gross. She said, pause for my own gagging. Yeah, sorry, darling. Kidding. Absolutely kidding. I don't know all the details exactly. She's not, well, you're she not really, are you, though, darling? You she sucked. wants to be kidding, but babe, you did do you that. Sucked all the pity, the, you sucked all the kiddies out of the pool, You may honey. as well have just got a fucking straw and pretended it was a milkshake. Mm. Do you know what? Okay, I'll say it after I've read this, but something. somebody, somebody told me something really disgusting. <sighs> Furthermore, I still don't know exactly why this happened as I've utilised therapy to find my own closure since I do not want any interaction with S. Okay, I can only assume that shit was off in our relationship. I mean, yeah, clearly. As I said, we hadn't been having sex and I think we both knew we were in a rocky place. It was just not talked about prior to that night. I can only assume that she saw an opportunity to be with someone else and took it. After the fact of being with a man, clearly she didn't get off. Shocking. Um, maybe... And maybe thought that now she was horny and I could finish the job. I don't fucking know. I just don't fucking know what possessed her to do that. Neither do I. She actually needs a fucking exorcist. Did she reach out because the other girl mentioned that she thinks the what like the one that caused this trauma mm. listens. So if you are listening, can you call me? Look, I know we've said some shit, and I stand by it. Yeah. But I do think we all need a bit of closure on this situation. We do. And so we do need to understand. I need closure simply what possessed you could you maybe send me your number and i'll actually call you maybe she didn't realize he came in her babe i hate even saying that sentence but you know you know when someone's come inside you anyway how you can feel it uh imagine somebody shoving a uh, hot yogurt uh, that's up actually, your cunt it's never happened even though i'm not a gold star lesbian mm-hmm I'm a semi-gold star lesbian because that's never happened to me. I if don't think. I quite literally poured a hot yogurt down your vagina, you'd know it. Uh, yeah. I definitely went batshit crazy, <laughs> which I feel was warranted actually, at the time. I've actually got a shiver. Oh my God. I, I know. feel ill. Help. I was just in a blind rage, screaming and pacing around the apartment while also simultaneously That's why I said violence would have been fine. Yeah, violence fine. Even though the adrenaline felt exhilarating at the time, I feel guilty as I pride myself on being pretty composed and level-headed. No, I wouldn't. No, no. If there's also, any situation where you can be... Crazy? Crazy, this that's is it. it. That was your free pass, honey. 
Also, S was pretty drunk, not too much to the point where it was uncomfortable to have sex, but enough that clearly maybe she didn't even realize she had come in her. Wait, now that I think about it, maybe the only reason she even knew he came in her was because I was fucking screaming my head off like it. Holy shit, I think I saved the poor girl's life. I'm a goddamn hero. Since then, I now live in Boston. You swallowed them so she didn't get pregnant. She's doing charity work all round. Honey. Oh. That's also just not how it works. It really isn't how it works. But she could have gotten the morning after pill the next day because... True. Yeah. Since then, I now live in Boston because I got an amazing work opportunity and I feel like I'm doing quite all right. Yeah, but it was good karma, sweetheart. I'm meeting new people and dating You better be getting good karma left, right and fucking center. If you don't win the lottery in your lifetime, something's wrong in this world. To touch on my hesitation of being with, with bi women, I have still been with them sexually since, but I think it is more of a trust issue that my responsibility to work on before jumping into a relationship. I think I rationalize in my head that it's more trust I have to be able to offer someone when I'm not sure I have the trust to give someone interested in only one of the genders, yet alone two of them. My brain math is larger dating pool equals more opportunity Which for infidelity. Makes sense. I logically know that's not true, but yeah. it still sits there in the back of my brain. After all of this craziness, the only way to get through something like that is to one, go to fucking therapy. Shout out to Donna. Go on, Donna. Go on, Don. Go on, good girl. And two, I'd laugh be billing about it. that bitch. Yeah, I'd se- I'd send her an invoice in it. I'm <laughs> I'm just glad I'm blessed with a twisted sense of humor. I feel mm. like I, it was preparing me my whole life for that <laughs> fucked up experience <laughs> that I went through. Again, True. thank you for doing what you do because it's amazing. Y'all are amazing. I mean, As she, always, you did. Ha- babe, I you handled you. it fucking impeccably well. I need you in my life as my safety blanket. There's something she mentioned there. I also I need actually, her therapist. Yeah. There's something she mentioned there that I actually want to bring up. We had a DM saying something along the lines of like one of the comments or something we were talking about on the last episode, which I think was this. Well, obviously it was Come yeah. Chronicles. Um, there are, we said something or that their, their take on what we said was that we were basically being like, not positive towards the bi community. I went back very quickly and was like, we have bisexual friends. You also actively said that this is the problem yes. with the narrative. Yeah, so I felt. corrected yeah. her and she was like, okay, fair enough. Like I, I took it yeah. wrong, but I want to take this opportunity to go over that again because we have said so many times, a lot of people say exactly this to us. Is that what this girl just said which yeah. is even though the math doesn't really math in her mind is like right i've been cheated on a bi girl has cheated on me with a guy that's painful and now i'm scared with bi girls because even though it doesn't make sense it's like double the dating pool so double the attraction double the po- opportunity to cheat now mm-hmm. i want to be very clear by saying obviously doesn't mean not every the case. person in those genders yeah. no obviously that is not the case but I will. Un- I can understand why people say it. So I want to mm. take this point to say, like, whilst I can understand why you girls would think that and feel like it's more of a risk, it actually has nothing to do with being a lesbian or being bi or being pan or or any of what your what your sexuality is or your spectrum of sexuality. Mm. If you are the type of person to be deceitful, lie, mm-hmm. cheat emotionally physically or whatever you're gonna do that so so we can't just be like oh because bi girls the pool is bigger 
that they're more likely. And because sadly, a lot of the people who have written in, it's been experiences with bisexual girls have cheated That's on them with men. That's not our fault. We're just telling what's been written yeah, in. Yeah, of course. But <laughs> what I'm saying is yeah. it's just unfortunate that this is happening, but we shouldn't be tarnishing the whole community in any sense, whether it no. be like lesbians, pans, like, because we're all individuals, people make choices, people make mm -hmm. bad fucking choices and it's got absolutely nothing to do with their sexuality. No. It's just people being shitty. Yeah. So I want to make it really clear that, of course, I mean, it, it goes without saying, we're a fucking lesbian, queer, positive podcast. Of course, we support bisexual people. Yeah. Of course, we support pansexual yeah. people. Of course, we support anyone on the spectrum listening to this this is the point of or like this podcast. trans people non-binary everyone just that goes is, without saying it goes like, without saying i feel be... like i don't have to keep saying it because i feel like it should no, but, be unspoken in a way sometimes like, you know? i think you know if you're new or you don't listen to the episodes in chronological order you haven't heard us quite have these conversations before so i i do think it's important as yeah well i do to keep saying that obviously obviously we sit on the right side of all of this. Yeah. And you can't be a member of this community and and be a true member of this community and have suffered... Inequalities. As, yeah, inequalities, thank you, as part of being in a minority group and not support your other queer folk within this yeah. huge spectrum That's completely of wrong. gender, That's completely sexuality. Wrong. Also, we understand that it happens. You know, there are certain lesbians out there that are like proper, like femme, like lipstick lesbians who won't like butch women. And I don't understand that because I'm like, and I don't mean like as in dating. Fancy. Yeah. I mean, don't like them. Yeah, as in a like, uh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, And I hate that. Same. Because we're all fucking lesbians. Yeah. You can't pick and choose. It's like what you're doing in the bedroom, girls, is still the same thing. So it's a, it's But it's also ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's like homophobia within your own That's fucking tribe. I'm, I'm like, what the it's fuck weird. are you doing? Grow up. It's like, weird. Get a grip. Because, yeah, it's like, you cannot be attracted to certain people. Yeah. So you cannot be attracted to like super butch lesbians or, or super, super femme. femme. Like, yeah. That's fine. We're all allowed to have a type. who we're attracted to. Yeah. But yeah, when you're homophobic towards them because you're not attracted to them, that's fucking weird. It, it's giving man. It's yeah. giving male behavior. It's giving can't sexualize you. So, so I'm not going like to disgusting. You. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, weird. Actually. Yeah. Very. Get some help. On that note, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, but you're laughing. But I actually am going home to get into like bed to with the, the dog. Gym. You can please go to the gym. Please. I love being on my own. Um, yeah, but I also want a nap. No, you keep me up. Please just let me in, Ziggy. Please. No, it's not that simple. Please. And I need, I really, I'm going to put on new bed linen as well. Um, no, oh, I didn't say that as an invite to you, friend. Oh, this sounds all too. No, you love crazy. it in the sauna. Think about the sauna. I do love it in the sauna. There you go. You go to the gym, good girl. Getting hot and heavy in that sauna on my own. Yeah. That sounded weird. It did. Yeah, I'm going to bed. I love you. Love you all. Bye, guys. Despite um, what you say, we love you all. Yeah. Despite. Despite. You'd like to pretend that we're bigots. <laughs> we love you all. Yeah. Come to Christmas with me. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.